Welcome to the Half Hill Report, news and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from um, Ye Hushkettle, who writes to us from right here in Half Hill. And they write, Dear Tosh, where have you and the Half Hill Report been for the last few weeks? Best regards, ye. Well, ye. What a great letter and an even better question. And you know, there's a really interesting story behind that. Thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. In employment news from around Azeroth, those seeking to change careers have some things to be hopeful about. If you've had a lifelong dream of becoming a warlock, but were unable to do so because of long-standing and unfair racial discrimination, your time has come. So, whether you're a Tauren from Thunder Bluff or a Pandaren from Powdown Village, you'll be able to don your robes and summon your minions. And for those who love working with young ones of any race, the Little Scales Daycare Center in Valdraken is looking for whelp tenders. They're offering a 16-day training program with pay and benefits, and you'll graduate with the title of Whelp Tender. And finally, for those in the Drakthir community, a new augmentation specialization has been established. So if you enjoy providing ongoing moral and physical support to your fellow adventurers, stop by and see Adamanthia in the Forbidden Reach to begin your journey. The news is brought to you in part by the Red Crane Society who remind us that we're all in this together. Hey folks, whatever your career path, you'll always be welcomed by the fine vendors of Half Hill Market. When you shop here in Half Hill, you'll find everything you need for farm, garden, or kitchen at great prices in a pet, companion animal, and minion-friendly environment. Half Hill Market, open every day all year round. A world of shopping right here in our own backyard. That music can mean only one thing. It's time for Jan's Huddle with our very own sports reporter, Jan Ironchin. Jan's Huddle is sponsored in part by the Half Hill Ag Alumni Association. Take it away, Jan. And Ironchin here with sports. You know, for most folks around Azeroth, it's still summertime. A time for relaxation in the sun, vacations, and barbecues. But for a select group of young hopeful prep players, it's time for the combines and recruiting trips that will determine if or where they will be playing the game in the fall. That's right, folks. Fall and the game season is right around the corner. And I'm reporting live this week from the mighty Mooshan's practice field where head coach Mo Drift Branch is looking to rebuild his team after a disappointing losing season last year. First and foremost, he's looking to fill the single interback position after the graduation of LG Windtail, the storied first female Torin ever to play for the Mooshans. The leading candidate seems to be young Jung Su Drumforce, who plays for Heartland Academy Prep. 
Jung Soo is the younger brother of Taiwu Drum Force, who disappointed Mujian fans a couple of years ago by accepting a scholarship offer from local rivals, the Emerald Wardens of Tian Monastery, instead of the expected choice of the mighty Mujians. Jung Soo is looking like a very solid choice and is coming in with several prep records, including the most double criticals in a season. The Mushans are looking good on the defensive side of the ball with the return of junior defensive captain Taeyung Ironchin, my nephew, who set a league record for critical interrupts last season. March on, Mushans. March on. In other sports, dragon riders all over Azeroth are very excited about the upcoming Kalimdor Cup. This grueling two-week 16-race event to be held in Kalimdor will kick off in just a few weeks and will give the competitors a chance at the coveted title of Kalimdor Racer. Well, that's it for me this week. This is Jan Ironchin reminding you to keep your eye on the ball and your paws on the ground. Thanks, Jan. Jan's Huddle is supported by a grant from the Half Hill Ag Alumni Association. Half Hill Ag. Start with a dream. Finish with a future. Checking the Azeroth calendar, fashionistas take note. Professor Talib's favorite event, the Trial of Style, begins in just a couple of days. <laughs> and may the Celestials protect them from her wrath if they don't have any new rewards this time. And as Jeanne reported, the first ever prestigious Kalimdor Cup begins in just two weeks. And rumor has it that in just one month, a mysterious new event, the Secrets of Azeroth, will begin. It's time once again for our weekly feature, The Inside Story, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. And, once again in the studio, he's joined by Professor Talib. Velmic, Talib, great to see you both again. Hey there, Tosh. Hello, Toshi. So, what adventure do you two have to share with us this week? Okay, so, Professor Talib had been telling me about time anomalies that have appeared in place called Eon's Fringe in southern part of Thaldrassus. Many peoples have been talking about this. So, when she asked if I wanted to go with her for a visit there, I say yes. That's strange reports. I couldn't resist seeing it for myself. You know, I've actually heard about these time anomaly things. Adventurers are experiencing everything from visits with young Jaina Proudmore and Anduin Wren to seeing things like the early days of the romance between Illidan Stormrage and Tyrande Whisperwind. Exactly, Tush. Okay, that sounds exciting. Which, which timeline did you visit? We didn't actually do any time traveling this time. We helped to resolve a couple of issues caused by a time rift. Oh, uh, okay, so just you what did stuff here in this timeline? Gosh, you sound disappointed. <laughs> well, kinda, yeah. Would it make a difference if we tell you that we helped restore a sword to a murloc from Asmerloth, who happened to bear a striking resemblance to Anduin Rin? What? Maybe we start from beginning. So, Professor and I take long trip to Thaldrassus, and from there she fly us on one of her beautiful dragons to a place called Eon's Fringe. This is a very nice place, and much bigger than it looks when you first get there. It has nice collection of buildings and tents. Some of which for canopies. Really? Are we doing that again? 
<laughs> well, I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> Thank you, Dashi. Anyway, like I am saying, this is nice place, but in some ways a little odd. Whole place is experiencing strange temporal energies that make strange things happen. Like when we first get there, we see this wagon belonging to someone named of Ol Joe. In the middle of road, it had hit rock, pitched up all the way up on front wheel, and was standing straight up and then stop, throwing all its dragon fruit into the air. But whole thing is stopped in time. Everywhere that things like this are happening, there is temporal investigator there to check it out. Huh, interesting. You know, just out of curiosity, was there an inn? Oh, yes, it is called Everywhen Inn. But we didn't get chance to spend time there. However, in many places in Eon's Fringe, there are beautiful bedrooms that didn't look occupied. So if you are visiting and there is no room at inn, there are places for sleeping. Okay, then. So tell us about this Murloc sword adventure. Okay, okay, I'm getting there. When we first arrive, we meet with Temporal Investigator Tempo, who seemed like they had many troubles on their hands. They send us to find Ironormu, a bronze dragon chronosmith, who they had sent to set up his workshop, but was late. We find Ironormu, who had visage of dwarf, way up on mountainside from where we were. And with him there was Murloc, by name of Finduin Ringlug. Ringlug. It was unpronounceable. Wait, wait. Finduin Ren? Yes, and it is exactly what you are picturing, right down to armor. Anyway, according to Ironormu, who goes by Ironous Cold Steel when in Dwarf Visage, a time rift in Asmerloth apparently tore Finduin and his sword Sishelabane. Seriously, I know, right? Anyway, in process, Sishelabane was torn to pieces. So, Ironus was wanting to help Finduin, but his workshop and forge was locked behind spell, and he needed our help to break open lock. For this, he is needing us to go collect things to fix his chrono hammer at place near Tearhold that had been overrun with time-displaced creatures. It was very strange wielding a massive hammer instead of my bow. But since it was a magical hammer, I seemed to do quite well with it. Did well? Yes, I would say so, given trail of bodies you left behind. Gross. Point being, we didn't have any trouble handling that and were able to break lock and open up room where Ionis's forge was. But it got a little tougher because inside the room were a group of elementals led by Slagnaros, who took off with not only sword, but heart of Ironus's forge. Sword was pretty easy to get, only guarded by few small elementals, but Slagnaros, little tougher. I was quite startled when all the little elementals flew right out in our faces, like bats from a cave, except they were fiery. I had sparks in my hair. Oh, so that explains the... Uh, uh, never mind. What? I it's nothing, really. There's just a few thin places in your hair. Really? 
Don't worry about it. They're, they're barely noticeable. Excuse me. I am sorry to interrupt hair talk, but can I get back to story, please? Yeah, sorry. Okay. We are recovering both Heart of Timeforge and Sichelamain, so Ironess is able to restore Sword, and Finduin was so happy that he invited us all to visit him in Asmaroth. I hope we can do that soon, and that you can join us, Tashi. Just imagine, a whole world full of murlocs. Yeah, that sounds... awful. Eh, you're lost, Tosh. We did get chance to talk to Irenus a little bit afterwards. Interesting fellow. You know, originally he had visage of earthen, back when dragon isles were being formed, and he thought quite well of them. But he went away for a long time in timeways and didn't come back until dwarves appeared out of Uldaman. He actually retired from Chronosmiths and was living as dwarf in Ironforge until everything started happening in Dragon Isles. Well, it sounds like it was quite an adventure for both of you. Indeed it was, and we hope to have more adventures in the timeways in the weeks to come. Well, we'll certainly look forward to hearing about it. You know, I was thinking, we might want to give some thought to rebranding this feature. Maybe something like Travels with Velmic and Talib? Hmm. Let's give that some thought. Um, all right. Well, whatever we call this feature, thank you both for sharing another great adventure. So until next time, Dionys Aka to both of you. Dionys Akatosh. See you next week. See you soon, Tashi. Next time, serve cookies. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Next time your travels take you through Pandaria, drop by and see us, won't you? And when you do, remember to ask Denden for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And be sure to tune in later this week for Azeroth's newest hit show, The Inn at the End of Time. Listen in each week as Chromie and Bartender Bob and visiting adventurers share their exciting and often heartwarming stories of their travels in the time anomalies. This week's episode, Misha's Forever Friend. See you next week, and remember, make your own turnip. The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com.
www.thepeopleshow.com.